I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Do you know... uh... You know how many people's DMs you slide into? <laughs> how many? I I don't. Firstly, I'm in a relationship now. So no, but you used to slide into a lot of DMs. Like I would never slide into people's DMs. Mostly, like, mostly. Um, what? Mostly. Go on, uh, go on, say it. Go on, say it. Mostly. Um, go on. People who are uh, yeah singers. Look, no. I like people with a talent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And singers have a talent. So, therefore, I have slid into a DM, I a reckon. Few, no, a few. No. I think I know what you're talking about. Because you think it's r- more romantic to meet on Twitter. No, I don't. I don't think it's yeah. romantic to meet on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, you... you or Instagram. You, listen, you've used dating apps. So have you. No. Yes, you have. I've never used a dating app. Yes, you have. No, I swear to God. Yes, you have. I've never gone on a date with someone on a dating app. Uh, I don't believe that. I swear. I think I live with you when you did. I swear to God, I've never ever gone on a date with someone on a no. dating app. No. That's a, basically what you're. So, so that's the same as sliding into a DM, isn't it? No, not really. I mean, actually, to be honest, I don't think there's anything wrong with sliding into a DM. No, nor do I. No. So why did you critique me? I was just winding you up. Uh, well, you, you well, feel, well, you, you achieved, feel uncomfortable. Well, you achieved what you were trying to achieve. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. Well, this is started. No, I think there's no sh- there's no shame in it. I guess, I guess if you want something, go for it in life. Listen, I'm not shameful in any way. It's better than sort of, you know, like hanging out outside her house, waiting for, for you know to bump up into her, or starting busking so you can busk with her. <laughs> Dublin. <laughs> I think you're talking about our guest today. Um, well, that's who we're referencing in this intro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, listeners. Hello. How you doing? Welcome to our podcast. Uh, we had the lovely Gabrielle Applin on the podcast today. Gabrielle is a singer, songwriter. songwriter. Snap. Yeah, well, Jinx. Padlock. Right. You, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have to be my slave for the rest of the day. Go on. Give me a kiss. <laughs> Still first. <laughs> 
<laughs> we had Gabrielle Applin on the podcast. She is a wonderful singer-songwriter. She I love her name, Applin. It makes me think of apples. Or or Alpin. No, a- apples. It makes me think of apples, which makes me think of cider. Yeah. Yeah, great. Which makes me think of... Well, I don't need to say it. It's going to get... <laughs> bit too much uh. <laughs> but we had so we had uh gabby on uh gabby um as i said a singer she sung a lot of songs that you would uh probably know songs such as says one the power of love songs such as the power of love please don't say you love me panic court home salvation she's done lots of different ones she do you remember the cyril Hahn remix of, of yeah uh, please don't say no, i don't think you do please don't i say do you love me i do <laughs> I know. That's how I found out about her. Actually, before she did the John Lewis ad. Yeah, well, I've known her for. Well, I haven't known her, but I've known about her for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, um, not as long she, as me, but I'm sorry. She became, she became very well known uh, because her song was on the John Lewis advert, the one with the snowman, the very Christmas advert that's very famous. Do you have a cold? Yeah, I, I really do. I've got a the one with the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the snowman. Sorry <laughs> about my cold. I do. I have a cold. I got a sore throat. I say. I mentioned this in the podcast today. I have a little bit of a cold. Um, also, what we find out that's is what that- you get when you hang out in public toilets. <laughs> we also um, found out that I slid into uh, to Gabby's DMs on oh, Twitter yeah. years and years ago. So not recently. So retro. Yeah, so retro. So we find that if you want to find out what happened there, stay tuned for that. We talk about a lot of things today, and of course, Francis reads his diary, and it was wow. said so I as well. But just you know, Francis does. So well, we, yeah, 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 yeah. Should we kick things off? Let's go. We're just been waffling for about ten minutes. Yeah. Do you think they like listening to us waffling? They probably hate it. Uh, no, that's what they sign up for. Okay. Hey, we also want to say a big thank you to all of you who keep listening to us. We really means the absolute. You. World. We're talking to you. Yeah, we love you, man. Mister and, and, and Mrs. Listener. And and yeah, Mister and Mrs. Listener. No. The listener. Yeah, the listener. We love you. We've got to address the listener as a person because then it's like that we're talking about them specifically. Yeah, we love you. Uh, please we follow lo- us. We love you, mate. Please follow us on Instagram if you have a moment to spare. Francis.bull. <laughs> Don't worry if not. It's a private podcast. Um, and also, if you would like to send us some mail, uh, we're going to... It's The Print Rooms. So uh, title it Spirit, The Print Rooms. 164 to 180 Union Street, London, S-E-1-O-L-H. We read out all the things we get, so thank you so much for that. But for now, let's have a cool little intro for Gabrielle Applin. Francis, take it away. Gabrielle Applin, here she is. Doom, doom. Enjoy. Now you ruined it, huh? No, I didn't. <clears throat> so uh, I was, uh, I was reading the newspaper. Actually, I was once. No, not for once. <laughs> we're, all, we're all pleased for you. <laughs> I'm not bragging about reading the newspaper. I actually didn't read the news. I don't think anyone reads the newspaper. You read the, you read the Sun. No, I don't just read page three. <laughs> that's such an easy don't, don't even laugh at that's such an easy joke for him to make well it's not a joke it's not I don't read the sun third page I don't think anyone reads it no, if I'm just, honest like, I used to I, do you know what I used to do with that third what? page what I used to do I want to know what you, what you <laughs> what? Yeah. I used to I used to when I, was, I went to a boarding school and I used to he I used always to, goes on about this okay go on 
before the mics turned on, you said, do you know what? I, you said, Francis said, do you know what beach I hate? Monaco Beach. That's what you no, said. No, I just didn't like it when I was a child because I, I wanted a, a nice sandy beach and it was just covered in pebbles. Such a hard life, Such man. a hard Such a hard life. So I had to helicopter to Sardinia. With it was a right pain yeah, in the ass, right, Jesus. No freaking beaches. No, Gabby, what I had to do, uh, not what I had to do, what I chose to do with the, the Santa page, I used to, because everyone had posters on their walls and I didn't have any posters, so I used to make the Sun third page my poster on my wall. Okay. Yeah. I thought you had a, um, a P- Peter Andre poster. <laughs> 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 didn't have, but I did used to like Peter Andre a lot. I actually remember this the other day. Do you remember, do you remember the band Blue? Yeah, yeah. Love Blue, right? Yeah. If you want to come back in my life, that one. Imagine if you hadn't remembered the band Blue. Lots of people wouldn't remember really? the band Blue. Yeah. I mean, they were quite well known, right? They, were I mean, big they, they, were like, they got a number one. Did you say that though? I can't think of any of their songs. Okay, let me remind uh, you. No, no, they. they um, Blue is. No. <laughs> no. What's the one when they're like. Yeah, yeah. Cool. If you wanna come, if you wanna be back in my life, I'll be there till the end of time. Back to me, oh There's too yeah. many boy bands. I get them yeah, you, you know that far too well. Well, what I remembered was when you were listening to Blue, I yeah. was listening to Oasis, Stone Roses. You were, you're, a, you're a embarrassment. Why is that embarrassing? Why, why was my music taste embarrassing for you? That's not embarrassing. The fact that you listened to Oasis, this is just you were just part of that culture, that horrible, horrible, aggressive culture. <laughs> aggressive? Yeah. You just used to like all that. Fight aggra- people in Manchester. Yeah. Gary, um, did you like Oasis? Yeah. Me Absolutely. too. I was kidding. I loved them. <laughs> it was the first concert I ever went to. I went to Tea really? in the Park. Yeah, and I went into the mosh you pit. You saw them when they were good. Yeah. Like saw in them their at, heyday. I said, did you mosh? I, I did mosh, actually. <laughs> I moshed. And also, my cousin, um, my cousin, actually, I was like 12 years, had a lollipop, and it was a marijuana lollipop. Oh, shit. Yeah, and, and he gave it to me. I don't who, think did, was, who did? My cousin did. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Liam Gallagher. Yeah, Liam wow, Gallagher. Really? Liam Gallagher gave me a marijuana <laughs> lollipop. But my cousin did it, and, but it didn't really have any marijuana in it. Yeah, I met Liam Gallagher once. Was he nice? Yes, he was, he was very nice. I yeah, I mean, he was very nice. He, um, he, so I went up to him, and I said, oh, Hi, Liam, I just got to let you know I'm a really big fan of your work. And uh, and he goes, I'm a big fan of you, man. No, he didn't. No, uh, he didn't. No, he, goes, he didn't. Yes, he did. And he goes, where's your wand? No. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> 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 did he? Yeah, he, yeah, he was taking the piss out of my glasses. Also, uh, were, you, were you imitating... Uh, uh, you, it sounded like you were imitating one of the Beatles there. No, no, sounds like Ringo Starr. Uh. Oh, look, human. That's what you sounded no, like. No, no, I, I, yeah, he was, he was a lovely guy, lovely guy. I met him outside the loo. Okay, well, in that's the pub. Cool. Outside the loo in the pub. So you were in the pub, you mean? Yeah, I was in the pub <laughs> at this really exclusive, was, this really was, exclusive party. <laughs> but he was standing outside the loo, and I was like, uh, "Wow, well, I'm gonna go say hello." Oh, I quite like that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate sort of details of our lives in the studio today. Gabrielle Applin. Hello. 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 Hey, thank you for coming on the podcast. Mm, thank you for having me. Have you been on a podcast before? Yes. Oh, oh <laughs> get out. We thought we thought this was your first podcast. Oh, no, no, no. You were, about, you were about to say we thought we were taking your podcast virginity. No, we? I wasn't going to say that. I just thought <laughs> this would have been your first podcast. No. But wait, is this your second? No. Is it your third? I think it's my fourth. Oh. Really? Well, fourth who, or fifth. Who was your first one? <sighs> my friend Kate, actually. No, uh. my friend Liz. Oh, right, Liz. okay. So yeah. your friend Liz and your friend Kate have two separate podcasts. Oh, yeah. 
Right. I mean, everyone's got podcasts. Haven't well, they? listen, because we're part of the podcast community, we might as well give a shout out to Liz's podcast. Yeah, Liz's podcast. Hey, is that Liz. what it's called? No, it is called. Is it? It's moment of calm, isn't it? Voice of calm. Voice of, Voice of calm. This is what Liz is amazing because she. Um, I actually write and produce my songs with her, mm-hmm. and she's one of my collaborators. And um, she also used to be a psychotherapist, and is kind of making a series about like mental health and yeah things. like she's like recently gone sober as well and a lot of mm. and stuff to do with that hey snap, cool. snap. yeah i've oh, recently well done. done it wait wait shout out how to long me have you, how long have you one month people keep it keep it up i'm gonna keep it up man hey listen yeah. i've i've i basically Gabby, i'll give you a lowdown on, okay. on my life if you want okay go on um it's not that interesting okay. <laughs> it's really not that interesting my life but anyway what i did i think that in my 20s I probably drank quite a lot because I think everyone drinks quite a lot in their twenties and probably before. Some people drink a lot. Of, some people drink a lot in their thirties as well. But I got to my birthday on the third of November, thirty-one years old, and I suddenly thought, well, maybe I should probably give no drinking a go for a bit because I've never done that before. Mm. So then I haven't drunk in a month, and everyone's like, "You're going to feel freaking amazing," oh, and I just don't. I feel exactly the same. Well, it's oh, really? only been a month. I, I know it's only been a month, but I thought it was going to be a little bit different. Coming up to three years. Yeah, Francis, let's give a little bit of a round of applause for that, baby. Three years. Three years, no substances. Yeah. Well done. Well, I mean, a bit of coffee now and then. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I need a little bit of crack now and then, but yeah. that's about it. <laughs> but, um, but actually, Gabrielle, the, the, where, I first, where you first came into my life was the Cyril Hahn remix of... Really? Yeah, yeah, which was cool. a while ago. How long yeah. ago was that? I remember that was. I, I remember I played, at least six. Yeah, I played it on repeat for a while. Oh, cool! Yeah, Thank Gabby, you. can we actually? Exp- so, Gabby, firstly, um, you please you have a, say, was it, please don't say you love me. Yeah, Sarah Han remix. Yeah. Can we just say you have a voice of an angel? No, <gasps> you you, uh, you your your voice is insane. Ah, thank um, you. And I feel like people should all know that who don't know you. Should, ah. Your voice is unbelievably good, and I like Francis. I used to listen to your songs on repeat, and I remember actually. Probably how a lot of people got to know you first, actually, is from the John Lewis advert, mm. right? Is when it was... you did no, it was the a Cyril Hahn remix. <laughs> yes. I liked, I would rather go with this yeah, one for like no. press purposes, but like this is the truth, yes. Is it? Oh. <laughs> <As> in, <laughs> this makes me sound cooler. So, no, listen. Hey, listen. I did Made in Chelsea. It makes me very cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you're but, also the sweet sky. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> you know that makes me creepy. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm really bit. uncool and creepy. <laughs> it's what you do with the sweets that makes you <laughs> creepy, actually. Um, but but that is, I suppose, for for music lovers, right? Mm. For so people who love music, they will probably know that route, the one that you you want them Maybe. to know. Maybe, but for people who people who love John Lewis, I do. I mean, I was a huge fan of those adverts, and I made sure I got it that year. I was like, please. How did you get it? Did they give you a call and say, hey, by the way, we we really they, like, like your voice? It. No, they like pitch it around. Um, and I don't think I was one of the first kind of initial artists that was asked to have a go. And it, everyone has to pitch the same song. Mm. And they choose it, um, and I was ready to go. And then, I think it was like in the space of a few days. Like I got the call on the Friday uh-huh. that they still wanted more options. And then I think, what was it Saturday? I recorded it on a Saturday, and then we handed it in the following Monday, and then got uh-huh. it. But we just did like the thirty-second version, so I then had and to like finish it. And so, was it quite like uh, one of those mo- like life-changing moments? Um, Did you feel like oh, this not is at like the at that point? It was when like things happened along the way for, mm. that it like made it grow. 
Yeah. But like it was because um, you can't really tell. Like sometimes it does really well, and then sometimes. So you didn't know for the artist. Or you didn't like get to choose the song. No. So they picked the song. Yeah. So it was they have like agencies, like yeah, really, like the meticulously, like planning and designing, like who was that? <laughs> so it's like going on in like oh, July. so they're not, it's not just on a whim. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. like <laughs> but they must have heard your voice, right? They must have gone like obviously okay. they heard her song. Yeah, no, I know, but they must have they must have heard your voice and sort of said, okay, we we like the tone of your voice, like the sound of your voice. We want you to try out, or do you pitch it yourself? Is that how it kind of? Works? It's kind of a bit of both. So like they ask loads of people and there'd be like publishers it was actually a guy in um i was signed to warner at the time and it was a guy in warner who actually put me forward for it mm. so it kind of came down to him so like publishers will be pitching and stuff as well and be like i have an artist who would love to do this and it's a brief so i get given a brief and i even had like the advert but the snowman hadn't been put in yet he was like a green balloon or something mm. and then they'll be like we don't what we want the piano to start here or if you're going to use a piano it will start here we don't want any lyrics at this point and this point so did you have to re rewrite a, a fresh kind of Version you have to like stick it around. That's why some of the lyrics aren't actually words, and I'm humming them and stuff because I really wanted it. I was going to follow that brief. Like oh, I did exactly yeah. what they said. Yeah. On the brief. Listen, I can do exactly what yeah. they told me yeah, to. Yeah, so because it was the power of love, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. But it, but that's since I I think that, that would totally like psych me out. I would be like, oh my god, I'm going to be on the John Lewis advert. Yeah, you're going to try it now. Aren't yeah, you? I'm going to be like, <laughs> what? Send me the brief. What song would you do? Oh. The blue one, the one by blue. Yeah. If you come back in my no, what song? If I had to, do you know? Do you know what I would? All rise. That's the song I was thinking about. All right. Yeah. All rise. That was that was blue. All right. Yeah. Wait, when were they out? Gabby's like flicking her finger. Do you know what I would do? Don't know the words. Do you know the? So if I was going to do the, if I was going to do the John Lewis advert, I'd be out of two songs. Um, it would be actually be out of oh, three. What, it would be a medley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would turn it into I would turn it into a medley, and it'd be with Nicole Kidman. <laughs> so, what? Yeah. Why Nicole? Because well, then I would turn I'm Ewan McGregor, and we could pretend we're back in Moulin Rouge, but it wouldn't be. It's very jealous. Yeah, it'd be so. That's like, oh, what is that bit when they get? Uh, what is that bit in Moulin Rouge where they suddenly? When Ewan McGregor goes like so, like big Moulin Rouge. Yes, Moulin Rouge, Rouge Francis. It's an amazing <laughs> movie. When he says, um, "Oh, oh no, I've forgotten it." What is that moment? You've never seen it, have you? So you won't no, remember. Anyway, beside the point. My, I pick three songs that I would choose to do, and one of the songs would be "Sexual Healing," Marvin Gaye. Mm. I'd go for that one because I think that would be very on brand for for John Lewis. The other one would be "Savage Garden." Yeah. Which uh, wait, just the band? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, truly mad. All of their songs. I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. <laughs> well, I'll I be don't your... like how you're looking at me in the eye. When you're doing it. It's so creepy. Do it to do Gary, it, to Francis. Gary, do listen, it to him. I'm, no, I'm gonna do look it at to him. No, I'm gonna look at you when I do this. Look at look, oh god. I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be. Do it to him. Look, look. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish. I'll I'm be immune to it. <laughs> I'm immune. So it either it would either be that so it would be sexual healing one them. It would God, be I got a chill from that, I think. Savage God. <laughs> <laughs> chill down my back. You got a chill from me looking at you yeah. singing. Yes. I would um choose Savage Garden, which I which I really, really like. Okay. Or I would do Son of a Preacher Man. Or I know I would do True Colours. Hey, why oh, don't okay, you just yeah, yeah. Um, give us a few few more options? Or I would do... Well, what would you pick if you were going to do an advert? To one of if I was going to do an advert, I'd probably do one of my own songs. 
Yeah. Gary, he doesn't listen. Publishing. What? Trust I, me, he doesn't have any songs. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, have you one? not heard my songs? No. What's one of your songs? Uh, there's one. I've got a SoundCloud. Okay. But I made, mainly made like I, well, I've made I've I've made four or five songs on Ableton. Mm-hmm. They they they're right, but like sort of more housey stuff. But it was more just to practice, like learn how to do Ableton. Yeah. Um, but I but I want I want to get the Ableton push push two. Okay. Do you know I don't what? use Ableton. No. I mean, I know but what it's it is. Cool. But it's pretty cool. It's like an instrument you can play, improvise. It's like, uh, you wouldn't know, Jamie, don't worry. About <laughs> I'm really. Cool. Gary, what you'll find out very quickly about me is I'm very unmusical. But for you, you you were the type of, you always loved music, right? Yeah. So great. And also, It'd be awful if I hated it. Yeah, mm. but true. But you also, weirdly enough, when people talk about sort of music and things like that, so this is what I, I, I read about you is that, you know, you normally. You hear some musicians who pick up a guitar at like three years old and they start playing it. But your parents gave you a guitar at 11 years old, wasn't yeah. it? And you started playing it. Was that? Did you like music before then? Were you musical? When did you find out? Were you one of those times where you were sitting in the car and everyone's going, the wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> and it suddenly came to you and they're like, holy like, wow, fucking Wow, I sound amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that what kind of happened? Or was no. it like, did you just... did you? Because also a lot of the time right, in life, people kind of just... You suddenly find yourself that you're doing it rather than yeah, choosing. Yeah, especially do it. with like creative stuff. Um, I, I I can't Wanna remember. Hear one of my songs. Oh, but Francis, you can't just cut in halfway through when I'm talking to Gavin. You I mean, I have told the story a million times. Please play no, me your house music. I, well, I <laughs> Aren't we all here to discuss my music? <laughs> Gavin, oh. we'll hear it. We'll hear it in a second. We just want to hear this. Right. But hang on. So wait. Did you? So you, <laughs> so you just you didn't just fall into it. You just kind of just grew no, with it, right? I mean, that's when I learned the guitar, and also oh, I, wanted be, I wanted to be. Av- well, whoops! I just accidentally fucking played it. <laughs> sorry, um, I didn't mean. It's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> All right. Do you want? Do you want to hear my story? No. Yeah, no, I no. do want to hear your okay. story. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Wait. So you just fell into it? Or oh yeah. No, I like making things. Yeah. So like. Um, Anything. I had, like. Oh yeah, I just love making stuff. Not like everything. I'm sure there's things I don't like making. Um, but like I, I was like, I, I liked like writing and drawing and artwork and all sorts of things. And then... Um, baking? Uh, I'm actually really bad at baking. Uh-huh. I like to cook, but... I yeah, but do, do you know why that is? I'll tell you right now why you're, why you're probably bad at baking. Is because baking is a science and cooking is an art. Baking, you have to follow instructions. That's the thing, though. Like yeah. you know how some people who can just bake, it's in them. They're yeah. just like, throwing in the eggs and stuff. Baking is chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Baking is just you have to follow. Like I said, like you have to know the exact amount of flour and the exact amount of this, mm-hmm. and that's not actually being. Yes, of course, it's creative in the sense where you have to like build. It sounds like I'm a fucking baker. Um, <laughs> you have to like build it up, but actually, cooking is where you can go this it's actually mixing flavors yeah, right which yeah. you just guess that they're gonna work where yeah. baking isn't that way you know? yeah, yeah. No, basically what we're saying is we're just super creative but it's so wait hang on so then you but then you went to bath music college right mm, i went there to try and learn like production and how the industry works i wanted to know mm. what publishing was and what booking agents were and so you just wanted to go into the industry whatever yeah i think i wanted to be a songwriter just because i just didn't think that you know being an artist was an option when I was there think like at the time when you're thinking about university and stuff like but then um I just kind of took the opportunities that were coming and you know what I mean I just kind yeah, of yeah that's yeah Bath's a lovely place yeah when, when do you like, this other when do you I suppose it's like saying you know Francis does stand-up right he does he does comedy um and then when is and same with probably comedians when is the point where you suddenly go shit I'm an actual artist here we go is it when you start doing gigs is it when you start like selling tickets is it when you do an album when I've always known yeah well yeah i've always known 
What about you? That's fair enough. Um, <laughs> I just feel like I well, you like create the same songs. Yeah, I'd, regardless of what my job was, I'd probably mm. still write the same songs. So, like, mm. yeah. Do you have? Do, do you do you ever get this though that when you because you were signed by Warner, you said mm. right? Is it being a creative person and being a musician? Does when you're signed by someone who's kind of that big, do you? And I don't know if you can talk about this or say this, but do you get kind of put into a certain place where they think this is what you have to be and this is what you have uh, to become? Does well, that I, ever happen? Um, I'm sure it definitely does happen. Yeah, definitely. I actually, I'm not with them anymore. I did two albums with Warner and it was really, really nice, actually. I didn't have any, I don't have any horror stories to tell. No. But like, there are a huge big, there's a big team and like everyone's got jobs to do. So there's more people kind of putting their idea in it's easy for things to get watered down mm. i think it's a bit of fluff oh uh, yes um so there's a yeah there's just more people to cuz i heard for things to filter through and ideas from everywhere and like yeah it's a different cuz i i had this thing i i went to i went to this talk actually the other day it wasn't even a talk. i was I, I didn't go to it. i was invited what are you I so did you go or did you not? <laughs> no, I was invited. <laughs> and, and it wasn't even a talk about music. It was totally different. Was he, he always starts <laughs> off the lie and then tries to... <laughs> back. Sorry. I can't help but lie and then try and work out. I'm really working and on you it. You realise someone might have uh, called in. and Now that I'm sober, Gabby, I'm really working on it. Okay. Um, but I went to this talk. It was actually the guys um, it's at uh, Universal Music. Um, you, know, you know Universal Music apparently owns fifty over 50% of the world's music mm. something like that that's crazy anyway yeah, that's another did. that wasn't the fact but the um but anyway, so they were speaking about Billie Eilish right and they actually said that Billie Eilish they knew f- six years ago that Billie Eilish was going to be a star wow. so they actually almost predicted that this was going to happen do you know who else predicted it who me <laughs> you did I went to Billie Eilish's first ever gig where first was this first it was at the courtyard theater wow yeah yeah oh, you met her I met you? her yeah and I said this girl's going to be huge she had like two, like she had like ten thousand followers on Instagram, and and then now she is. But apparently, but they. I did the same thing with Lana Del Rey when she really? had two thousand followers, and I should be an A and R man. You should actually. <laughs> Got a great ear. Wait, wait, so you just you just you found these people and just thought well, this is gonna be yeah. It. And Freya Ridings, remember? No, I found I no. I spoke to Freya no. Ridings. Sorry, again, we were just having an argument <laughs> about what. Wait, yeah, which yeah. one have you discovered, Freya Ridings? I, All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're part of this argument. But it's true, but with this Billie Eilish scenario, they said that what happens in music now is that you can almost, um, big corporations can almost make an artist rather yeah. than that discovery happens. What do you think about that? Do you think that happens or mm. do you, is, is that discovery still there? I mean, like marketing is genius. Yeah, There'll totally be a lot right. of artists that you think, you know, there's a, there are a lot of people who are deciding even what like trousers they wear on a certain day of the week. You know what I mean? But like... There are also opportunities for. I think you now, don't have to just be signed to a major label. Yeah, now, now you can now you can release your uh, music. Just what's what disco tr- kid or whatever disco. Tr- you can just release your music onto just Spotify. To, yeah, so, so anyone effectively, which actually is brilliant, I think, mm. for the music I industry think it's because you don't need these gatekeepers to. Well, fame they own and your stuff. Yeah, you don't want them owning. Yeah, exactly. They own your recordings forever. Whereas, so like, no I, what I'm do, I'm doing like an AWOL kind of uh, partnership and. They distribute my music and come in with all sorts of ideas and back me, um, but I own my recording. AWOL? AWOL. Uh, Artists without a label. Uh, okay, I thought it was absent without leave. I, uh, <laughs> it's I, funny because you think you're really good at the music yeah. industry. You should be an A&R. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you heard him say that. He went, yeah, like, I should be an A&R. Should be an A&R. What is AWOL? <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was absent without leave. <laughs> but So I am an AWOL as well because I own all my own music. And, oh, do you uh, work with AWOL? Yeah. What? I'm an artist <laughs> without a label. You're an artist without leave. Yeah. <laughs> but then, okay, so then, Gabby, you can explain to me more. So this whole situation that's going on with Taylor Swift and, like, Scootaborn that she, mm. like, talks about in the press, I don't understand, like, why... If you... I get that they have ownership over the songs, but why can't you, as an artist, sing your songs? Copyright. But, but sure, but then how can they ever be released if you're this... I don't understand that. Well, they're already released. They sure, the master, I get that. Because own. I think it was for... Um, I, I might be wrong, but I think it was for a documentary about her where the songs will be used and those songs need to be cleared by the people who own them. Okay. And they own those recordings, not Taylor Swift. And also so they would just be an asshole going, no, you can't use it. But I think they have let her use it now. Just to have the power, just because they want to um, just do that, just because they're like, well... Because it's theirs. Yeah, but surely but surely, it would be a good thing yeah, but to be used. Usually, it, right? like, it would be approved. Mm. Yeah. And it, I think it has been now. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs, but it's not great. So, so do you think, I was actually talking to your manager actually before this and we were talking about like, because a lot of people complain about the music industry, right? Mm. Because it's changed in lots of different ways. In and fact, it's loud sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's, really, <laughs> it's just really loud for my ears. And, loud. Yeah, it's scary. Really, yeah, it's really scary and loud. There's some hairy lads <laughs> everywhere. Oh God. <laughs> it's really scary. Are there a lot of hairy lads everywhere? It's just drinking pints with hairy boys. That's what my friend Ronan, he says the music industry is. He's yeah. just having pints with hairy lads and that's exactly what it is. That's why I don't fit in because I'm not that hairy. Yeah. Like, I'm really not that hairy. I'm really unhairy. This is what I've worked out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've all worked that out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but hang on. So, because there's one, the music industry used to be this place which was, you know, when you, you look at, and people think about it, if you look at movies or, or stuff like that, you look at this as 60s, 70s, 80s, and even the 90s, right, where it was just like free kind of place where it's like like rebels and like against everything. And Blue. <laughs> and I have blue and backstreet boys. Um but it was kind of this place and it was all about it was all about the labels. Now mm. it's not anyone can become an artist. Like yeah. you said with the AWOL thing, ever anyone can become an artist. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing for the music industry? I think it's a great thing. Because it's in opened up all then? these areas. Like people 
don't have to, you know, they can make music in their bedrooms now. People don't have to you conform to what the label wants to can, put out. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. And there's the internet, which is amazing. And there's all these different avenues. And artists can choose how they release music as well. I loved um, Marina and the Diamonds, her album before her last one. She It was called Fruit. And she released a song each month and fans would collect an album over the year and it was called Fruit of the Month. And like, that's just... Love that. I mean, she is actually on a major label, but that idea is so hers. But that's yeah. the thing. Um, same with like John Mayer with Waves. Um, and even like Bruno Major, he did a song for Every Moon. I think that was really clever. And he's like another independent artist who's kind of regained. W- what did John Mayer do with Waves? He released his music in Waves. It was like Waves part one, part two. Shit, like that is so cool. Like I would never thing. think of something so cool. To, I would be like, Seasons. And... <laughs> <laughs> I would only release like three. Seasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my new album, <laughs> Seasons. This is my spring one. This is my autumn one. Season one, <laughs> season two. We're <laughs> only going to release one season. Uh, this is the song to do it. But so, so Spotify is is a good thing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think it's. I think actually, it is. If you own your recordings, it can be a really, really good thing, actually. Because, but also, like people now, you you can find an artist who's unknown. You you can discover it. Like mm. with, with, who's basically got like no followers on. Um, Thing. And you, and so you're be- essentially building that loyal fan base of word of mouth, which is actually yeah. the strongest foundation for for an artist, rather than just the uh, you know you a track gets played on the radio and people might hear it, mm. and then uh, uh, you know then, people are literally like like the discovery yeah. week uh, discover weekly on Spotify. I love that because I'm literally getting like suggested artists that I wouldn't know yeah. of, and then I'd like to think that happens to me. It does. Well, well I mean, that's, that's yeah. how I found um, <laughs> Billie Eilish and La- Lana Del Rey. I think was on. To like Spotify discover, cool. discover. Pity you couldn't sign them at the time. I know, but <laughs> I, I, but I, but Lana Del Rey still follows me from when I, when I said that everyone go and listen to Lana. This, this girl. She, <laughs> just, she doesn't know how to unfollow people. That's what happened. She never responds to me instantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> but it, but I suppose it's true. I think I, I, I agree. Just because it's an interesting topic because uh, there's a lot of like talk and conversation around whether the in the music industry is what it used to be and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Because a lot yeah. of people would... I, I watched this, have you ever watched the documentary with Jared Leto, uh, Jared Leto 12 uh, Seconds to Mars? Have you seen this documentary? I haven't, no. It's so sweet, where basically she has this band, 12 Seconds to Mars, right? And he, it's all about, they film the whole thing where he leaves his label to set up an independent label by himself mm. because he just doesn't understand the fact why he's giving all of the money away to a label. And it's about this whole like rebellion. It's freaking yeah, yeah. awesome, right? And th- I, I quite like the idea, I quite like the idea of rebellion against like the music industry mm. in terms of like well no we're individual artists let's freaking go for it and just do it ourselves yeah and that could never happen before right no but then i guess at the same time he also has a very large following yeah. from a major labor setup yeah and he also has financial independence to be able to back himself it, yeah. it's not as yeah. easy as just being like i'm gonna set up a label now but um how, how i hard? still think it's great like, fair play to them how how hard is it how hard is it to break it into the music so for someone who's listening to this right now going hey i'm a musician i'm living wherever i want to go and make it i got my guitar i got good songs how hard is it to make it in the industry honestly is it well you can do it it's, it's just all about how consistent you are how much work you do but then there is an element of luck as well and how things I think, work I, I think like, like you can only just do as much as you can like you can only that's the thing like 
if you make good music now, I think it's uh, it, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I'm not uh, in the music industry in any like professional way yet. But <laughs> you're <laughs> saying this so offhandly, like but, but as if you were about to go. What? No, surely. Um, are you no, not no, no. But but uh, but what I what I was going to say is if if, you, if you're creating good music, yeah. it's it's never been more easy to There's, get yeah, discovered. Yeah, so many and, opportunities and, and for it to be heard. Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, you can grow your you know your following without the help of a major label that can only be a good thing yeah i agree okay so i want to know this as well out of all the stuff that you can do in music right playing instruments singing bingo on like bingo bingo Bingo, my favorite bingo all the stuff that you can do in music what is your favorite is your what is your favorite part about it do you love the gigging do you actually love the playing or do you love like Um, writing songs what do you what is your whole part what do you love the most i love making songs so the, that kind of creative side of Songs it. Songs and production. Like writing like the trips. Day. Writing trips. Writing yeah, trip. as opposed to like recording trips. I like the coming up with the songs the best. And I love all the visuals as well. I love I love um, making mood boards. <laughs> really? Do you, <laughs> is, that what, is that what you do? Mm. <laughs> I love how you said it. So as you said, you were like, shit, that sounds boring. I, I love, love making a mood board. Yeah. Fuck, I love making I love So you're with visual. Warner now? No, I'm with just myself and ah. AWOL put it out for me oh, right. is, is that how you do it so if you're going to create if you're going to do a song and, and and start creating that you create a mood board and you go right this is what I want it to sa- oh. this one I want it to be in a certain way yeah or if there's like a for like the start of a whole campaign I really like marketing as well and I like to for things to like look cohesive and look like how they sound and for the whole everything to sound like a project you know um, and look like it as well and so like I'll just I like to make the creative. I yeah. love it because also themes, and then like f- for me to give to photographers and to well, it's very personal stuff. as well because you yeah. you want to be in control of your uh, you know how you're being represented, how your image is being. Uh, yeah, I think it's really important. I don't think it's like all, all girls have to have the makeup on and like strut on stage like that. I don't think it's that, but I like. I think um, aesthetically, it's just as yeah. important as how it sounds, especially with how we market it. We need yeah. like social media, we need everything. I want it to look nice, I want it yeah. to look Because um, music is what cool colours sound like, almost, like, right? Yeah, I think so. But, I think so, yeah. yeah. But that's it, so, because I would always think with gigging, right, if you were going to get, I would think, fucking hell, that's scary. Going on a stage by yourself and like singing songs, and especially like, if you're feeling a little bit like, sick or you're hungover or something like that or going on adrenaline s- does a lot for mm. you oh my yeah but sometimes adrenaline goes like too high and I would be like on stage thinking god my adrenaline's so much I think I'm gonna have you a panic you speaking from experience yeah, <laughs> from all my experience that that but have you ever had any gigs where you've gone oh my god this is this is not uh, going to plan um or no they've always been oh, they've always been brilliant no I've had some pretty awful ones mm-hmm. I had I was in Dublin and I, I'm pretty sure it's the last night of a tour anyway so it was okay and I woke up in the morning I was like I don't feel good I don't feel good but I thought it's gonna be fine I'll just it will hurt but like I'll do it and then throughout the day my voice just kept going and oh, going no. and it was I was like I don't even feel ill anymore like the better I felt the less voice I had and we should have just cancelled it yeah we should have cancelled it but I heard about these steroids you can get and I was oh. like do you know what last show I can take the steroids once so I try and go I'll go to this doctor and he was like you can do the same competition next year and I was like oh what? And what? he was like, yeah, um, I could give you steroids, but, you know, 
it's not great to have them and you've got laryngitis so here's some antibiotics and you know don't worry about the singing competition no, no. I was like I literally, I'm literally on stage in half an hour it's not a competition man no, okay. <laughs> told so me I had to go on stage and I was like hello you can get and I, had, I got like fans to get up and just sing the songs and I was just sat there on the piano it was disaster because you can get what's yeah. it called what are they things on your vocal cords nodules nodules yes gosh that's shit wait wait give me that sentence. so so thank you so you got this but you I had a little one and then I had to do like these exercises I mean I think it's gone I haven't had any trouble since what like sit ups <laughs> yeah well you have to sit there going uh. someone told me that they, they, they sometimes drink whale sperm really yeah who told you that someone told me that who was someone <laughs> Uh, an, an, an ex-girlfriend of mine. Okay. She said you have to drink whale sperm. They're, 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 for so what? For, to, 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 apparently it helps your vocal cords. Honey and lemon is fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where do you even get whale sperm? Yeah, exactly. Well, down, down the news agent. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. You, but... <coughs> I know this guy, so... You're about to say go down the beach, weren't you? That's go down yeah, the beach. <laughs> go down the beach and get it. Because that's... But that's in, insane. Do you believe in aliens? Um, I, Where has that come from? <laughs> where the hell has that come from so left field? I love aliens. Well, she's wearing a shirt I am shirt wearing some bright pink aliens, aliens all over yeah. it. Um, I would like to think that aliens exist. I don't think they look like this, but it would be mad to think that we're the only things that exist ever anywhere. Surely. Yeah, well, exactly. I think it's, I think it's more ridiculous... To think in in the infinite universe that we are the only living like the planet of life. Yeah, I yeah, think that's it's, silly. It's, well, actually, the, just the numbers don't really add up, it's not right? Funny, yeah. Have you ever have you ever experienced some sort of alien? No. I have. Go on. I have. What have you experienced? Yes. It? So, well, I don't know if it was an alien, but uh, so I used to live out in Wiltshire. I had this. I had in, uh, oh no! This was, I was going to ruin this because I was going to say we got something in common. And it was going to be the beginning of part two. Now you've just cause what? Gabby well, you've got to tell me then. Gabby, How I, I don't know because I thought we we're telepathic. Sorry. Yes. All right. Well, basically, that, so I used to live in this place uh, uh, called Honey Street. Honey which, Street. Which uh, which is actually it's matched with uh, Area Fifty One in in. Uh, it's twinned with Area yes, Fifty One. Twin, twinned with Area Fifty One. No. And all of the crop circles all centre around. Honey Street, all around there. Sorry, where is this? In in Wiltshire. Whereabouts? Near near Marlborough, like. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. And so all of the all of the crop circles, you know, we all we, we all kind of thought, okay, well, it's this guy in, in the village, right? But um, but anyway, oh, but who's making the crop circles? Yes. Oh, it's freaking well, because great. Yeah. It's like there, there's a big tourist attraction, you know. Anyway, so uh, uh, there was one evening where I was driving back from London, and I was coming down into the valley, um, and set the scene a bit better. Go on. I was coming down to the valley, and it was dusk. Right, <laughs> and and so and then I we're coming down. Were your headlights on? And I and I saw this light, a, a white sort of glow, uh, sort of circular light, just in the sky, up in the sky. Mm. And I was like, "That is weird. What the hell is that?" And as we, as we were getting closer, it was just staying there, and then suddenly it just disappeared. Like, yeah, wow, it was so weird. Cool. Wait, how how big was the light? Oh, it was. It was. I mean, it must have been huge. Uh, because of how high it looked and how big it looked, how high I was wow. and how big I it wasn't looked. high. <laughs> I wasn't high. I was driving. Okay, fair enough. We actually, Gabby, we Francis and I went on, and I also didn't do drugs. No. Yeah, Francis and I Just went on. We went on tour uh, last year doing a doing a show, and we actually stopped. Remember we stopped halfway through and we saw those those we oh saw yes it was an alien. No, no, we thought it was no, an no. Alien, but man. you know what it was? It was it, what it was was the there's a tomato farm. And they <laughs> and they use they use, and aliens they, like tomatoes and they use infrared lights to heat the tomatoes, but then it creates this. Obviously, the tomatoes are very reflective, and it creates this light in the sky. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. It, but looked, Gabby, it looked like the Abora Borealis. But Gabby, I was going to say this to you because we have, all three of us have something in common now. Because What's that? Well, you grew up in Chippingham. I I grew up. Uh, Isn't it Chippenham? Chippenham. Chip Chippingham. What did I say? Chippingham. Chipping. Hey, Chippingham. 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 You grew up in Chippingham. Chippingham. I I yeah. grew up near Sarasesta. Whereabouts? Because uh, like my like my village is like in between Chippenham and Malmesbury. What's uh, your village yeah. called? Oh, well, it's not, I not but far they still live you. there, so I don't want to. That's not far. Oh, from you see, yeah. I don't want to be like blasting it. Someone sent maps to my parents' house the other day. Maps. Well, like yeah, literally. <laughs> Quite nice. <laughs> no man, like I, I, it was very sweet. I think it was a very sweet thing, but it was a bit inappropriate. And they sent wait, wait. a map of where I was and a map of where they were. That is really and weird. And imagine it's my parents' house, so like we don't talk about the village. <laughs> Yeah. No, said, uh, how did they find out? Exactly. Like, okay. villages, man. Well, I, so I had a, um, so we have a place, do you know Bybury? No. Okay. Um, <coughs> we Bybury, or do you know Carmsden? No? Okay, fine. We have nothing in I know the areas, but like, yeah, anyway. So, so, that's what, so we, all, we all had like, so we're all like countryside. We've all got a connection. We've all got a connection to in the, it. To the West Country, the I gateway used, to the West Country. Have you ever country. done a gig in Swindon? No. Oh no, my lord! So. Hey, big up Swindon, and I tell you, what, I've lived. We did a Swindon. gig in Win- Swindon. Wow, it is a funky place in yeah. Swindon. Yeah. Oh. Did you see all the roundabouts? Yeah, all the roundabouts. Oh, we so sold out, didn't we? We sold out in Swindon. <laughs> One of the only places we sold. No, we didn't sell out. <laughs> did we no, not? we did. We we the opposite of sold out in Swindon. We had like. Yeah, we basically did. I'll explain this to you. We went and did a, a comedy tour last mm-hmm. year, around this time last year, and uh, we'd never done the comedy tour, obviously. And mm-hmm. we, um, instead of doing like a live podcast on stage, which you would expect us to do, we actually we we're never one to uh, <laughs> be predictable. <laughs> we actually we actually quite stupidly just wrote a show. <laughs> we, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't it was I think it was good. I think it was. It was fun. It, it was it, really fun. Yeah. Apart from we went to different places and. We 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 overestimated how uh, how popular we did, were. Did you book the tour yourself? <laughs> well, no, we did had you we had the venue? we we had someone booking for us. Okay, okay. But we pretty much did everything, and um, we turns out that we weren't as popular as we thought. So well, we, certainly uh, not in uh, what's that place that we went to? Uh, South Southport. I don't know if you've been there, <laughs> but don't, uh, I don't know. Don't go there. <laughs> Southport. No, no, not you can go there, but um, just don't try and take a private parts show there. <laughs> Okay. Because yeah, we, we turned up there. It was one of the biggest arenas. I think it was 700 seater. There were 32 people in there. And when there's 32 <laughs> people. Why did you not just cancel it? Oh, because we oh, can't because do that to the fans. The show <laughs> must go on. But why did you just change it to a pub around the oh, corner? Like, do it in another venue. I mean, listen, we're not, we're not seasoned we airs. We, like, like we don't to, know what to we do. We don't like to let people down. Yeah. Oh, my you, God. If uh, I did like a 7,000 cap room and like 30 people turned up, no, but, I would cancel it. Hey, but our speciality. <laughs> I'd pay them. I'd be like, here, here's Do you know what? In hindsight, in hindsight, I wish we did. You yeah. literally probably lost more, like. But what we got, we, just paid yeah. we got very good at playing. You know, it became our like niche is playing t- uh, to very small audiences in, in large rooms. It's probably good for your yeah. like you know confidence building. No, it was terrible. It was for terrible for our confidence. It was humiliating. Really upsetting. And then what made it worse is that we had like. Hecklers sometimes, right? We had some he- we had some hecklers because they thought it was a comedy night. And actually, towards the end, I just got really angry at the hecklers. Nearly had an argument with one <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I, I said, I said to the, I, I said the person came up. We had an argument with this. 
this lady a fan a fan and she came up the end and went and she was really drunk and she said she said sorry that I sorry I was going to do a Liverpudlian accent she said sorry I I ruined it for everyone I said I'm sorry that I ruined your show no, no she said sorry I sorry I interrupted and then you said well you just ruined the show <laughs> no, for no, everyone no, no. no she said no she said she said sorry that I ruined the show for you sorry that I ruined the show for you and I said you didn't ruin it for me you ruined it for everyone else <laughs> And then he said, let's do the photo. Wow, bitchy. Anyway, we um turns out it's so we went to Southwood, we had a heckler in the front row. But the worst hecklers were in Liverpool. Yeah, well the hecklers south The best hecklers are in Liverpool. Totally. I, I agree the best yeah. hecklers because they can't go for it. They're actually funny. But I but I ran on stage and I had to have a towel and I had to wrap a towel around me. And this guy in the front row with 30, so there was another 31 people in there, that was it. Just kept going, you need a smaller towel. Like, no, he said, you, you only, yeah. need, a bu- you only you- need a hand towel. See? Best heckler. He wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop Because you didn't acknowledge him. You have to go, <laughs> I did. I, I acknowledged him <laughs> all the time. And I went, okay, buddy, I know I, I've kind of got to get on with the show because there's 31 other people <laughs> who want to. Do you remember it? It was yeah, bad. It was, uh, God, that was, it was fun though, that tour. Hey, it was great. Hey, Gabby, we got to the point in the podcast uh, where uh, we like to give you a question of the week okay. that you have to try and answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, listen, you don't win anything. You don't. You just get it. You no get pressure. a high five if you cool. get it right. But yep. Francis, let's have the question of the week. All right. What is what is the scientific name for the butt crack? <laughs> oh. Ah, I don't think I've ever learnt this. No, this is why yeah. it's so great. Hey, listen, now you're excited. There we go. It's riveting, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Off the top of my head, that one. What is the scientific term for the butt crack? I reckon, okay, okay. Uh, so as our guest, you get to go first. So you have to make a guess. I actually have to make a guess? Yep. Yeah, well, you have to answer it. <gasps> Preferably not a guess. If you, um, yeah. Well, the thing is, because it's like... It's like it's not like a cheek. It's like it's the gap between the two. It's like totally. I'm, I'm basically naming a space. Yeah, that's true. There we go. I like the way you're thinking. So I, maybe it doesn't actually have a name. Oh, it could be. Uh, oh, I think. Uh, so you're saying that it doesn't have a name. Well, it's not a thing, is it? It is the absence of a thing. Let's do it together. We'll work it out. I don't know the answer. I'm going to say that I don't know. But it's a feature, isn't it? I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for the. Um, I'm gonna, what are you going to go for, Gabby? I'm just going to say that, that is a, it's not... It's, it's I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to go There's for... There's no the, scientific name. No, there okay, is. Right, I'm going okay, to say uh, you, you actually... There is a name for it, so you've got to... Okay, I've got to... I'm going to go for the shrinks... The shrinks... The shrinks afus. The shrinks afus. The shrinks afus. Shrinks afus. some sort of germ. Yeah, it's called the shrinks afus. Oh, God, i got something called my shrinks afus. Oh, I actually can't think. I don't know. Take my one, Gabby. I reckon I'm right. What is it again? Shrink Saphus. Shrink Saphus. Oh, do you oh know? I've got a very dirty Shrink Saphus. <laughs> shrink Saphus. God, I gotta really, yeah. God, I gotta go to the doctor to check out my Shrink Saphus. My Shrink Saphus is really smelling. <laughs> go for Shrink Saphus. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that it's probably not that that smelling if there's a smell issue. That's true. It's your bum hole that's smelling. Can I be totally honest about smells as well? Oh, Jesus. No, Gabby, sorry. And I looked at you as I said that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I keep looking at you when I say <laughs> these things. 
And your lip quivers as well when you. Oh no! <laughs> Listen, my lip was not quivering in any sort of way. You're staring at her quivering lip. No, I'm not staring at my quivering. I don't have a quivering. Dribbling. Lip. Look, have you ever have you ever smelt your own belly button? No. Yeah. Okay. Have you smelt it? Are you, are you, have you ever smelt? Yeah. Okay, I can't uh, smell of anything. Oh, okay. yeah. That's all I want to smell. <laughs> that's all I. Oh, He's out. got a gabby belly yeah, button. Yeah, I, I, I was just... Oh, that's, so you, what, you've got like um, athlete's belly button. <laughs> I just, I had... Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, stop, stop, stop. Isn't that, isn't that... You've got a crusty, smelly belly button. I've had it before button. when I've worn like, re- like, when you get like new fluffy clothes. And you get fluffy. And there. I get a little fluffy, yeah, I love but, that. Yeah, but that's why, so I had that, I, I, I pulled My off... My fluff doesn't smell of cheese. But... It doesn't smell of cheese, man. Do you know what it smells like? I'll tell you exactly what it smells of. Cheese, man. <laughs> What's a cheeseman doing in my belly button? No, I I picked out some fluff from my belly button, okay. as some people do, and then and I and then I like, some people do, and then I smelt it. Yeah. It, it. Do you know? Do you ever know when you get a ear piercing, and then you and you can move around, and you can smell that like no. ear piercing Gross. smell? No. You've never done that. No, you haven't lived. You have not lived. It oh, smells no. like that. Anyway, that's a good little chat for you guys. Hey, what? A se- anyway, what does the what's the name for a butt crack? Ash Frinkshire. <laughs> what did you think it was? What do you think? Oh, I can't remember what I said now. No, you said it didn't have one, but it does. So. No, I just copied what his one yeah, was. Oh, but come on, that's not fun. I honestly don't know. I just, I don't know. Hey, go, you make, make one up. Tell you said there was no pressure with this. A, yeah, there is no pressure. Tell you what, why don't you sit back, relax, and read you my diary, and maybe something will pop into okay. your mind as I do that. Okay. Why is it related? To... Maybe. Mexico. What, didn't you do this? Yeah, I mentioned this in my diary, don't worry. Last time. Yeah. Last week, I spoke about of my time in Mexico. The wonders of having a personal crisis 30,000 feet in the air. So this week, I want to speak about the crisis I had on the ground in the airport coming back to London. Now, no one really enjoys getting back to an airport after a glorious holiday in the sun, unless you're a psychopath like Francis. Hell no. You want to stay in a place for a little longer so you can sunbathe, eat pineapple and swim in the sea... All these things you can do in the UK, but it would be different experience for sure. What are you What are you looking at? Wait, so you're saying that I enjoy getting to an airport on holiday? Yeah, that's your favourite part of the holiday. <coughs> really? What, like coming home? Yeah, he just likes the airports. Oh, I mean, not. Uh, yeah, I do quite like the airports. Duty free. <laughs> <coughs> Makes me psycho. So get on with it. So Sophie and I were at the airport, tanned, happy, laughing, joking, do all the things all a holiday copper couple like to do. Now, our return flight had a stopover in JFK, the Big Apple, Brooklyn Town, City... Sorry, sorry. Is this how you've written this at the time when you were travelling, or have you embellished since? I've embellished. Okay. Why? Why would that be? I just, di- it's just like, there's so much description. I just wondered if this was It was never even in it. Mexico. <coughs> Gabby, okay. I, feel I, like get, you're, I, I feel like you're crit- critiquing my diary. <coughs> no, I'm not critiquing it. It's just very well written. I'm saying if that was the travel diary that you made, then you, I feel you, like you've put a lot of effort into it. Can you just say know. that again? Because I don't know if the listeners heard. Um, no. I just, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's genius. Yeah. All I'm saying is that it looks like you spent a lot of time on it, or listen, sounds like you did. Listen, Gabby, it's okay. You can think I'm a genius. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Listen, my belly button smells of ear are you exactly. Are you implying he's a tryhard? <laughs> um, I'm just saying, it just doesn't sound like the genuine travel diary is all I'm saying. It does. Listen to this. This is how I think. Now, our return flight had a stopover in JFK, the Big Apple. Yeah, but do you know again, right? Sorry, I've just got... A- the big apple. Like yeah. You just say, arrived to New York. It was great. I've got a tan. Can't wait for the rest no, of it. Bye, guys. No, I wouldn't. See you later, darling. I wouldn't Go. do that at all. I would, I would think... I would the think big it, apple. Are you re- like, were you writing it with the voice in your head yeah. now? Are you, are you implying that he's pretentious? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying, this doesn't sound like a travel diary, but yeah, carry on, I'm enjoying Are it. Are you that he's a pretentious tryhard? <laughs> Gabby, listen, this is exactly how I write. The Big Apple, Brooklyn Town, <laughs> this is how. City of the Giants, New York City. Okay. For an hour before connecting to the UK. The check-in lady said we couldn't check in because we didn't have Chicken a lady. The check-in. <laughs> the check-in lady said we couldn't check in because we didn't have an Esther form. And anyone traveling to the USA, even if it was a stopover, had to have an Esther form. What the hell is an Esther form? Why didn't I have one? Why did no one tell me? It was something out of 24, the TV show. But instead of 24 hours, I, I had one hour to sort it out. So basically, it was like the last hour of 24. What? I tried to relate it to the, to the TV show 24, yeah. but then realised I only had an hour to sort it out, so it'd be like Jack Bauer having to sort out everything in one hour. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so not Hang like Hang on, 24. where are you? Are you in Mexico now? Yes, Gabby, you're not listening to my No, diary. no, it just sounds it's like so you're in... Yeah, it sounds like you've just arrived in New York. I'm sorry. No, I haven't. Listen. Okay, you're on your way to New York. I'm on my way to New York. I've just... You leaving. don't have your Esther. I don't have yeah. my Esther form. Okay. Schoolboy error. Well, I don't think it's a schoolboy error. Did you know that? Yeah, you do. How yes. did you just yes. get into America without any documentation? That is, is Everyone your documentation. Knows that. Even I, Europe. I have an American passport and I know that. Gabby, but how do you... Know? Okay, fine. You didn't know what... You, tell you what you didn't know. You didn't know that... What, the, the scientific name for buttcrack? Yeah, there you go. Oh. And I did. It's really held you, me back, well, hasn't it? I yeah, it's held, <laughs> you back. It's held you back in life. We don't know if you did yet. But actually, speaking of 24, have you ever found out like, when you're watching 24, um, when you go out to like, when you stop watching it mid, in the middle of a season, you go out to like buy a pint of milk, it feels like you're in 24. I haven't seen 24. No, I don't. No, it feels like <laughs> feels like feels like you're in the middle of like going to sort out the. When I used to watch the OC, I used to think I was in the OC. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" That's how they sounded. Did you? <laughs> I used to want to be like Radley. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a BMX because Ryan from the OC had a BMX. Really? Go, Did yeah. you think you were Ryan? I thought I was Ryan. I used to wear <laughs> tank tops and ride my BMX around the place. Amazing. Yeah, no worries. <coughs> Listen to Blue. <laughs> <laughs> the Esther normally takes 72 hours. 72 hours? Which means I was stuck in the airport with no way of getting home. We completed our Esther form and waited, refreshing the page every 30 seconds to see if it had been approved. I kid you not. Four minutes before our flight closed, both our Esthers were approved. Nothing like a little excitement at the end of a holiday. Oh, wow. Yeah, gripped, Wait, so right? Did you get a tour manager? Oh, how about, go just quickly, out of 10, how gripped? 10. 7. <laughs> 7? <laughs> if you watched 24, I think your head would explode, <laughs> honestly. Um, hey, uh, Gabby, right, that's the end of part one. Don't uh, worry, because we... Don't uh, leave. Don't, okay. <laughs> Please don't Lock leave. the door, everyone. <laughs> Please lock the door. We're going to come back in part two. We'll see you in a bit. Bye! Woo!